Welcome to another conversation in Performance Medicine Audio. Uh, this week we are talking about women's hormones uh, and some of the myths that surround hormones in women. Uh, as you know, last week we talked about the nine myths of testosterone for men. This week it's in general, generally about hormone therapy for women. It's a really interesting conversation. Uh, if you've already read the doctor's note that came out this morning, then I think you'll, you'll get a little bit more out of the conversation. Uh, Dr. Rogers goes into more depth on some of the, on some of the subjects that were talked about. Uh, in the email. Um, anyways, I'm going to let you guys get to the conversation. Um, as always, thanks for listening. Thanks for reading. Uh, and we will see you next week. Dr. Rogers, happy Sunday evening. Hey, Ben. How you doing? I am well. Um, la- last week, we went over uh, the nine myths of testosterone for males. And, uh, and this week, we were going to go over some of the myths of hormone replacement therapy for women. And, and, and what I have written down here in my notes is, is that what has scared people off from hormone therapy for women is the, the possibility of breast cancer and heart disease. And, and I think that's a good place to probably start and end um, on this myth uh, session we're going to have tonight. So what do you have to say about those? Well, first of all, really hormone replacement for women may be even more um, interesting and uh, misunderstood than hormone replacement for men. And in women, it's even, I think, more important than it is for men to have their hormones replaced. First of all, they're more overtly symptomatic uh, when they go into menopause meaning hot flashes, night sweats, irritability. I mean, it really hits them in the face uh, a lot more than men. Men are just a slow, gradual downhill. Women, it really hits them in the face. They become very symptomatic um, with a lot of of things. So, you know, when I first started practicing 33 years ago, by far the two most prescribed drugs were drugs called Primarin and Primpro. Um, those are synthetic hormones that were derived from pregnant horse urine, but, uh, they were very useful, um, and widely used and accepted. And then I had a big study about 12 years ago called the women's health initiative in that study using Primarin and Primpro, there were eight more cases of breast cancer per 10,000 women and eight more cases of heart disease or stroke uh, per 10,000 women. So it kind of scared a lot of patients and doctors uh, both off of hormone replacement therapy. Um, so it was uh, very in, few. In general, in general or just for women? For, for women. Okay. Um, and what was interesting about that study, which has now been – very discredited was that half the women in that study were over 65 obese smokers and what they they didn't tell you they were using synthetic hormones even with the synthetic hormones there was a lot less colon cancer a lot less hip fractures and the women felt better um 
But of course, we don't use Primarin and Primpro. We use bioidentical hormones, meaning they come from uh, plants identical to what your body used to put out, not pregnant horse uh, urine, estrogens. So that was a study that really, unfortunately, um, harmed a lot of women because, um, as you know, hormones are very protective in women uh, against osteoporosis. It's a lot more effective than anything else by far, including calcium, vitamin D, all that. It um, is very effective for getting them through the hot flashes and night sweats and irritability. Um, it is very effective in protecting you against uh, Alzheimer's disease, which, as you know, in women is very uh, much more common than it is in men. So um, and if you don't believe that, read Dr. Bredesen's book on the end of Alzheimer's. Uh, who's the world's foremost researcher at UCLA on Alzheimer's disease. He's a strong believer that, that women should be using uh, bioidentical hormones. Now, still, with, as with anything, before you use hormones, you need to uh, make sure you have a normal mammogram, normal pap smear. Um, but in my opinion, and the opinion of many other advanced doctors, bioidentical hormones do not cause heart disease or breast cancer. In fact, if you look at the studies, and there's over 400 great studies on this. The incidence of both those diseases are less when you're on hormone replacement therapy. So it's, it's been kind of unfortunate. The reason that you, you don't get a lot of uh, press about bioidentical hormones is because drug companies cannot manufacture uh, bioidentical hormones. They have to uh, be compounded because they're, they've been around so long that you can't get a patent on them. So therefore, there's no big money for them in, in, by pharmaceutical companies. So a lot of doctors don't know about them. Patients don't know about them. They're not advertised. Um, but if you're a woman that is before menopause, perimenopausal, during menopause, or certainly afterwards, and I see no reason to ever stop them, really, you don't have to wait until your symptoms are gone, um, then uh, I think they're very, very beneficial for women. So, so they're, they're protective, similar to the, to the way they're protective for men. Right. I mean, it's, it's almost been, you know, a complete reversal of the thinking on it. Um, hormones, of course, are protective. When we find people getting cancer and heart diseases, when their hormones are low, not high. Um, and again, you have to look at with women, hormones are more complex than, than men because men need basically one hormone, testosterone. Women need the safe forms of estrogen. Again, there's three major types of estrogens. Um, one of them we never use is called estrone. That's the one that we use, was used in Primarin. It's, um, and that's the one that women produce after menopause or a little bit on their own that may increase the risk. So we don't use estrone. The, the, also, women need progesterone, which is very protective against uterine cancer and also breast cancer and has about 100 other useful things that it does. Women need testosterone as well, just like men do, just in about one-tenth of the dosage. They also need an adrenal hormone called DHEA, which is a precursor to testosterone. And in women, like men, we don't like we don't use oral hormones. 
except for natural progesterone. We prefer using creams or pellets. They're just safer. They don't have to go through your liver and uh, they're certainly more effective. That's really interesting. I, I, I knew, I, in fact, I, I didn't know all of that. Um, what did you mean by the, the DHEA as a precursor to testosterone? That means in, in women that are on DHEA, it boosts their testosterone levels some. Um, in men, it doesn't do that. But it also can be beneficial in men in larger doses than women use it in. But it's an adrenal uh, hormone that um, helps with your cortisol balance and, and uh, things of that nature. Do you think these myths with breast cancer and heart disease are, are purely from that, that the Women's Health Initiative? All right. It, I think is it, is it purely really because of Primrin and, Primrin and Primpro? Right. And Primpro is really the culprit over Primrin. Uh, we certainly would never use um, uh, the form of progesterone in Primpro, which is called Madroxy progesterone. Um, just like we would never use methyl testosterone. Those are uh, different forms of testosterone and progesterone um, than the bioidentical ones. Bioidentical meaning it's the same thing your body put out before you went into menopause. So there's a definite difference. People just don't understand that. Uh, most doctors really don't understand that. They're hesitant to use them because they're afraid of getting sued and patients are... Um, just misinformed about the dangers of, of hormones in general. Huh. Well, um, well, I think that'll, that'll about do us for, for tonight, Dr. Rogers, unless you want to add anything about um, the myths of hormone therapy for, for women. No, I think that's about it, Ben. I've enjoyed it. All right. We'll talk to you next week. All right, Ben. Good night. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye.